Hey friends, and welcome to Her Soul, a safe space where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that God promises you. It's that Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey y'all, welcome in. Come on in you guys, get snug, get comfortable. We've got a really nice episode today. This episode isn't so heavy. It isn't going to require you to do a whole lot of deeping, uh, dig deeping, dig deeping, deep dive. It's not going to require a whole lot of hard work this week. Um, This is a very nice episode to kind of encourage you, motivate you. We're going to be discussing biblical affirmations, right? I'm going to be giving you guys some things that you can kind of, you know, profess and speak over your lives daily. But before we get into that, I want to encourage you to take a few minutes, a quick second to check out the show notes. Tons of links in there, guys. But more or most importantly, I wanted to point out two things. Number one, there is a freebie associated with this episode. So check the show notes for that one. And then number two, I wanted to let you guys know there is a link where you guys can submit any questions, any comments, any show topic ideas, anything you'd like for us to discuss on the show, you can submit at this link. So if you've been itching for me to kind of like touch on a topic, if there's something that's been weighing heavy on you and you want extra discussion about it from a biblical standpoint, from a mental health standpoint, whatever the case is, let me know y'all. I will take it into consideration and we will do what we can do. Okay, so those are my two things. Just check the show notes. So many good things in there for you guys. Uh, But let's get into it, right? So why biblical affirmations? Why is this so important? I personally feel that it's really important that we speak life, not only for ourselves, but also into the, the lives of others, right? And when I say speak life, you know, it's very trendy right now to uh, say affirmations or to have mantras, but I want to warn you and I want you to be careful when you uh, click on a post and you see these affirmations and you start reciting them or you're writing them on your mirror. The difference between this and that is that these are biblically based truths, right? The problem with a lot of the affirmations or the mantras that we see going around social media and such is that they are all based in this belief that we, in some way, shape, or form, harvest this power to change our lives and to uh, do all these things and make all these things come into fruition, right? So I I really warn you against this more, um, more common verse... Uh, this more secular way of looking at affirmations, right? Because it basically just alludes that you alone harvest this power. But in all actuality, you guys, and this is the difference, we don't harvest any power in ourselves, okay? We are empowered by God the Father, and we should always give him his props. We should always look for the truths that he has given us. We shouldn't be trying to make up our own. We shouldn't be trying to, you know, speak things and believe that just because we said it, that that's the way that it's going to be. By all means, speak life, right? But make sure it is backed by biblical truth and make sure that it is backed by 
by uh, the belief and understanding that we cannot do anything on our own. Everything that happens in our lives is according to God's will. Okay. So I wanted to give you, so if you are on social media and you've come across some of these things and you have, uh, and those are some of the things that you have written down and those are affirmations that you recite daily. Today, I'm going to give you a list of some biblically based affirmations that you can swap those out for. These things are going to encourage you, motivate you, give you what you need in those times of trouble. And the freebie that I mentioned is a iPhone wallpaper. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to include one for the desktop or uh, the iPad, but this, you'll definitely have one for your iPhone. That way, anytime you open up your iPhone, you're going to see these same scripturally backed affirmations. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and download that if you are, um, if that's something that you're interested in. So without further ado, let's get into these affirmations. The first one I want to share for you, this is perfect for when you find yourself in those situations where you just feel buried under the weight of it all, right? Whatever it is that's going around, going on around you or in your life, you know, it seems so hard. The load seems so heavy, but this one is God is my helper, right? And this is based off of Psalm 121 verses one through two. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Basically, let God be your sufficiency. Lean on him. He is your helper and he's there for you. This is one that I have to remind myself of quite often because as a mom, (laughs) as a fiance, as a woman who runs this busy, crazy household, I feel like I have so much in my hands all the time. I work full time. I am in seminary full time. I'm running this podcast. I'm running our family business. I'm doing all of these things, you guys, and I feel the pressure. I feel the weight and I have to remind myself when it's all getting too heavy, Camille, Girl, step back. God is my helper. He's going to provide where it needs to be provided for. He's going to take over where things need to be taken over. You know, I feel like it's all on me, but it's not. God is absolutely my helper. The second one is God makes me strong. I love this one too. I don't know if you guys remember uh, last year, one of my words for the year was strength. Because I just felt so beat up, so weak in this life. And I really wanted um, God to bless me with strength. And that was something that I really went forward and trying to pursue. But God makes me strong. And this is for the woman who feels that her circumstances are just too much. Like you're just going to break from all of the pressures of life, right? And this, we're basing this off of Psalm 138 verse 3, which says, In the day when I cried out, You answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. Hallelujah. Y'all, my goodness. That just sent something through me. That that right there feels so empowering to me. So I want to encourage you to trust God to be your strength. Again, this kind of goes hand in hand with being with God being our helper. And when we just feel like there's so much on our plate, so much on us that we have to handle so many times. So many times, y'all, I felt like I was going to shatter into pieces. Shatter. This verse really comes in. I'm going to read it one more time. In the day when I cried out, 
You answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. My God. Endurance for another day. Hallelujah. Okay, moving on, y'all. This one, uh, God heals my wounds. And this is for the woman who's in the middle of a heartbreak. And I don't know, you know, this could be a heartbreak, you know, as far as like you and a significant other, this, maybe you just lost out on a really important friendship. Maybe you're grieving from the loss of a loved one, but this one is Psalm or is based off of Psalm 147 verse three, which says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And this sisters, this is just basically confirmation. You know, when you are going through things like heartbreak and grief, really in that time period of that struggle, there's nothing anybody can really say to you that's going to make you feel like things are going to get better on the other end. And I'm just being honest because I've been there. People will tell you all kinds of encouraging little tidbits, but you're not going to really fully receive the the glory or the insight of what's on the other end um, until you're ready. But I included this in here because if you are someone going through heartbreak or if you're someone who's going through grief, this will be something good to remind yourself. Even if you don't 100% believe it right now, the fact that you can look at this and say, okay, God promised me that he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds, that I'm not going to be broken like this forever. I think that could be encouraging. The next one is, I am forgiven. Oh gosh, this is one that I need. I need right now in this period of my life. And not that I've done anything wrong, but I feel, and I'm going to share something personal with y'all, you guys. I feel this enormous burden of guilt and I cannot pinpoint why I feel so guilty. I just feel like I haven't been a good mom. I haven't been a good fiance. I haven't been a good homemaker. I just feel like I've let everybody in my life down. And with that has come this overwhelming feeling of guilt, almost to the point of where it's like got me stuck. Like I'm, I'm really battling with this, like on a serious note. So this is, um, for me. And it's, if it's for you, take it and receive it. Uh, but this is for the woman who just feels eaten up by mistakes and bad decisions. Or if you're like me and you just feel guilty, you just feel like you've dropped the ball and you can't pinpoint why it is that you feel that way or whatever it is that's going on. And this one is based off of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. In him we have redemption through his blood. Hallelujah. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. I look at this verse and I am thankful and I am grateful that whatever it is, that I or you might have experienced that have led us down this road of guilt, that we are not to be marked by it, we are not bound by it, that we are redeemed because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are forgiven of our sins because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We're not to live out a life marked by guilt and condemnation, but we have to figure out how to break free from that bondage and really walk forward, move forward and progress with the lessons that we've learned along the way. This next one. Oh, this is another big one. I feel like all of these are really great. (laughs) 
if I'm being honest, I find solace in all of these, but this one, you, y'all probably will guess, uh, that this is a, a really big one for me, but my heart and my mind have peace. Hallelujah. Can someone just claim that right now? My heart and my mind have peace. And this is based off of the famous Philippians chapter four, verse seven, which says the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know what else I can really say, except for the fact that, again, why these are so important, again, why I'm creating this wallpaper, so that we can constantly remind ourselves with this specifically, we are granted the peace of God. We, we don't have to live a life of turmoil, angst, anxiety, depression, worry, because God has given us peace. It's there for the taking. It's there for us to reach out and claim. I think as I'm going through these, I, there's like all these little uh, other episodes I feel like we could talk about, all these other little subtopics that we could talk about. This one specifically, peace, obtaining peace, what is required of us to obtain that peace, I think we might do that and I think we might do an episode on guilt. So stay tuned for those because I feel like these are uh, big things going on in the world today that we need to discuss. Everybody wants a little bit of peace, solace, um, all of that. Okay, this next one. Um, When I am weak, I am strong. Similar to um, God is my strength, but this one, we know God is our strength. This one is speaking specifically to those moments of where you are down and out, completely at the bottom, feeling defeated, like in the pit of weakness. That's what this um, this one is for. And it's based off of 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, meant to be your encouragement to give you that strength, to pull you out of the pit, right? So it reads, therefore, I take pleasures and infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Because you can absolutely rest assured that through all of those things, all of our negative experiences, all of our persecutions, all of the down and out times in our life where we are facing strife, and in turmoil and trouble, you can rest assured that there is a lesson and a blessing on the other side of it. That there in that whole process is a line of growth that you might not realize in the midst of it, in the thick of it. It might be hard to pick out that that's actually um, a, a situation that is growing you into your next level, into your better self. Um, but absolutely, Believe it. This is absolutely a message about growing through the valleys in our lives. And this is the piece that takes the most faith because when we're at our, our darkest, when we're at our lowest, it's hard for us to see the other side yet again. But this is that faith piece that we talk about. This is where the faith is needed. It says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. We go through, we get through, and we come out better on the other side. For those of you who deal with anxiety, this is for you. Simply, God comforts my anxiety. Based on Psalm 94, 19, for years, y'all, this was my 
anchor verse for my life. Psalm 94 verses 18 through 19 was absolutely um, my anchor verse for life. And it says, when I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. And literally, y'all, I say this was my life verse, my anchor verse for years, because I dealt with anxiety um, and I still deal with anxiety. But this verse really took hold of me and really provided me peace during a time where I didn't understand my anxiety. I didn't know why I was having it. I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't know what to do. People in my life looking at me crazy, like, why are you acting like that? And I couldn't even explain it. Right. But I had to figure out how I was going to take care of this thing that was occurring in my life. And this, I came across this verse and I can't even remember how, but only by the grace of God and absolutely 100% God comforts my anxiety. He makes it all better. He takes it away. And I will say, even to this day, like if I have a panic attack and I reach out to God and it could be the hardest thing for me to just say, Lord, please help me. But once I get to that point, It's like an overwhelming sense of calm has come and taken the place of that anxiety. If you don't know this verse, mark it, highlight it, journal it out, because this absolutely is very, very affirming for those of you who might deal with anxiety. The next one, I trust in God's timing. So this one is a biggie because we live in this, um, you know, instant instant society, right? This Amazon prime life where we expect everything to happen right away. And I'm included in that. I've really had to take the time to realize that things take time. Real things that matter in life take time to develop. We as humans take time to grow. So I've stopped myself from feeling as though the things that I want to occur as far as changing my life or changing myself, I stopped, uh, thinking that these things were going to be happening overnight. Instead, I've come to receive the revelation that everything happens in accordance to God's will and God's time. And so this one is based off of Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one, which says to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And this will give you um, patience. This will affirm patience in your life. And just take your focus off of uh, off of whatever your end goal is, right? It'll change your perspective to see that your time is coming. It might not be right now. It might not be tomorrow, next week, or even next year, or maybe not even in the next five years. But trust and believe that if it is in accordance to God's will, it will come to fruition. Not in our perfect timing, but in God, in God's. And then I've just got this last one, which says, God will guide me forever. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. I absolutely received that for my life. Anybody else? Because I would hate to walk through this life and not have God's guidance. I would hate to be wandering aimlessly in this life, trying to figure it out and have nowhere to turn. It's so good to know that I am not alone on this life's journey. Sis, you are not alone on this life's journey. And this one is based off of Psalm 48, uh, verse 14, which says, For this is God, our God, forever and ever. He will be our God, even to death. 
And for me, this just brings feelings of comfort and peace. It takes pressure off of me. I don't feel um, the weight of everything in my life when I when I look at this and receive this. Uh, it refutes loneliness and abandonment. All of those things I feel that we need when we can get so bogged down, you know, with the responsibility, you know, I am 28 years old. And I remember when I first had Kingston, my oldest son, I was 24 when I got pregnant, y'all. And I had really just kind of like started <laughs> living. Like I, I graduated college at like 22, stayed with my dad for a little while. Um, but he like turned all the bills over to me. Like as soon as I got my first nursing job, which was literally a month after I graduated. So I got pushed into this world of adult life and it was so scary. I didn't know how to balance. I still don't know how to balance. I got two kids and I really don't know what I'm doing, but I am so thankful to have God there with me at all times, reassuring me, comforting me, guiding me. So that's what this verse, really, that's what this one is about. So take that to heart. Uh, if you find yourself in a transitional period or a period in your life where you just feel like you don't know what's going on, you're just kind of moving with the wind and, um, you don't, you're not sure of things. Take, take pleasure, take heart in knowing that God is with you and he is guiding you. So that's it for all of the affirmations that I have. But let's just, I just have a couple final points that I wanted to point out. Um, the first one being, y'all, why is this so important to me? Why do I feel like you guys need this? Literally, sometimes you you just have to encourage yourself, right? When you find yourself in that slump, there's nobody around to pick you up or you can't reach out to be picked up. You have to have the tools to encourage yourself, the second point I wanted to make was that I realized that as we go through these different phases and pieces of our life that aren't the prettiest, sometimes it's hard for us to fully receive the blessings that God has given us. But I want to encourage you, y'all, say it even if you don't fully believe it. You are sowing that seed and you're exhibiting your faith, right? Uh, fake it till you make it and watch when it becomes when it actually becomes true and when you're on the other side of it and you can look back and say, man, man, I made it through that, but this is how I kept myself encouraged, right? My third point, lots of times, y'all, our minds are wired to express the negative versus the positive, right? I, I've had to deal with this. I've had to undergo a lot of corrective, fe- uh, corrective thinking where in certain situations, I will rush to the the worst possible result, right? I'll rush to the negative side of things. It's harder for my mind to point out the positive side. This requires you to rewire and reframe your thinking um, to really cancel out those negative thoughts. In the same sense, my fourth point, we got to make the lemonade. I say this all the time, but we have to make the lemonade. If we're going to survive out here, we have to undergo this perspective switch, right? We have to choose, okay, keyword, choose to see the brighter side, even when we're in the middle of our darkness. And it's so hard. And I'm telling y'all this from experience, y'all. It's so, so very hard. You might not get it right away, but little by little, if you keep practicing it, you'll get it eventually. 
And you'll just automatically make the lemonade. You'll automatically try and think through the better side of it than wanting to express out the negative side. And then my point number five I wanted to make is that by having these biblically based affirmations and having the tools and these things to speak life into your lives and that you can speak into other people's lives as well, it helps us to counteract self-sabotage. Self-sabotage, where you maybe deliberately or unknowingly talk yourself out of God's greatest blessings over your life. But if we can have these biblically-based affirmations in place, we are counteracting the self-sabotage that can occur in our lives. We're becoming more confident. We're becoming more productive. We're becoming more fearless. Okay, by doing by having these biblically based truths, we are becoming affirmed in every sense of our being. We are becoming whole in every sense of our being. And so keep these keep these with you, even if you don't keep it on your phone as the wallpaper, still download it and have it with you and keep it in a spot where you can reference it frequently, because for me. I need these reminders. I need to be reminded of who God is, who God says that I am, and how I am supposed to live out this life. Okay? So don't forget, check the show notes. Get your free uh, biblical affirmation wallpaper. Also, let me know what y'all want to hear on the show now. I'm not... Y'all can talk to me. You can tell me what you want to hear. And I promise you, I'm going to pray over it. And if God says go, we're going to go. So tell me what you want to hear so that we can, you know, this show is is, as much yours as it is mine. So tell me what you want. Um, And then obviously check us out on all the socials. I'm always available there. And you can talk to me there as well. I am just going to say thank you guys for continuing to listen and follow the show. That's it for this week's episode, and I'm going to see you guys in next week's episode. Be blessed, um, and and just have a great positive week, y'all.